0: Have you ever won- It's dancing in the dust. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Nick Broadhurst, and you can check out all of my music and my work and everything I do at www.iamnickbroadhurst.com. And you can also catch every single one of my podcast episodes there as well. And that song you are listening to is called Ever Wondered. And that came out just last week. And I also released with that a beautiful music video. And I would love it if you went and checked that out. You can get that at IamNickBroadhurst.com forward slash EverWondered. It is definitely a different sort of tone and a different style to many of my songs. But it's one of those songs that really pulls a different style of performance out of me. And I feel like I'm almost singing for world peace. (laughs) I'd love to hear what you think. So please... Check it out and let me know on social media what you think. So today I was thinking about how to start this episode, and all I could think of was seriously, fuck, shit. Fuck, shit. fuck, 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 yeah. That's how I feel right now. Really fucking human. Now it's hard to pinpoint where the past couple of weeks went off the rails for me, but I think. It was actually something to do with enlightenment. And I know that sounds really weird, but I am blaming enlightenment for how I'm feeling. And if you've heard my episode number 25, I think I was enlightened. You'll know that last year I was gifted an experience of, I guess, extended bliss. It's what I call my Jesus moment. The problem is, I find myself wanting to go back there. All the time, sometimes at any cost. But I want to tell you a little story. And it all starts in Nepal. I found myself leading up to that trip really starting to feel an aversion towards animal protein. I don't think it was so much about compassion towards other living things, as I've always felt like a very conscientious omnivore with the choices that I've made about the sources of my own animal products. Although, if you're a vegan, you may argue it doesn't matter what choices you make, you're still taking life. And to some extent, I agree. But that, my friends, is a whole topic for another day because how do we define life? Anyway, sorry, tangent. In Nepal, I could not, for whatever reason, bring myself to eat animal protein. And if you're new to this show, you may hear me reference Jesus a lot. And this isn't because I subscribe to Christianity or any sort of religion. It's because I see him as a symbol of love, a symbol of heart. Now, in the Essene Gospel of Peace, book one, Jesus apparently taught the following. Okay, prepare yourselves. But I do say to you, kill neither men nor beasts, nor yet the food which goes into your mouth. For if you eat living food, the same will quicken you. But if you kill your food, The dead food will kill you also, for life comes only from life, and from death comes always death, and everything which kills your bodies kills your soul also, and your bodies become what your foods are, even as your spirits likewise become what your thoughts are. Therefore, he who kills, kills his brother, and from him will the earthly mother turn away and will pluck from him her quickening breasts. And he will be shunned by her angels. And Satan will have his dwelling in his body. And the flesh of the slain beasts in his body will become his own tomb. For I tell you truly, he who kills, kills himself. And whoso eats the flesh of slain beasts, eats of the body of death. For in his blood, every drop of their blood turns to poison. In his breath, their breath to stink. And their death will become his death. How freaking heavy is that? And to be honest, I find it hard to believe that this beautiful man would have written in that way. It feels awfully judgmental for a man who was about non-judgment. I mean, I don't know what makes me feel more compassionate, taking an animal's life in order for me to live, or imagining that beautiful plant still in a state of respiration, gradually slowing down its breath of life as it's overcome either by the heat of cooking or the heat of digestion. <laughs> Sorry, I had to indulge in that. But amongst Jesus' strong rhetoric lies how I have been feeling. Now, I'm 10 years into my meditation practice, and along the way I've been told by many practitioners that one day I will stop eating animal protein, but I never believe them. I feel anything that rules something out altogether must be viewed through the lens of extreme. Nevertheless. I have been feeling this way and perhaps it's part of the purging process you go through after you wake up and dedicate your life to some sort of spiritual pursuit. But that's just the thing. My spiritual practice is a part of my life. My pursuit in life is spiritual. Everything I do is. And amongst all that is me having a very human experience. I see my work as a musician, a podcaster, a filmmaker, an entrepreneur as still an expression of my spirituality. But in order to execute, I have to be very human. Operating in this three-dimensional relative field, especially today, where we live in cities and function almost with technology as an extension of our body, we have to be grounded in this dimension. We have to be human. So here's the story, anyway. So the universe sent me a funny test last week. And to be honest, I'm cringing at the thought of even telling the story, but hey, it's me who talks about radical honesty, right? So I'm at home alone and a delivery man buzzes our apartment. And I'm really used to getting multiple deliveries per day. So this was nothing out of the ordinary. And I let him in and up walks this guy who's on the phone so he can't talk to me. And he just hands me this brown paper bag. Again, totally normal thing to happen. So I didn't question it. This bag, however, turns out to be an Uber Eats delivery for someone called Nick at my address. Now, I've never ordered Uber Eats in my life, but here is this bag of tasty hot food, scrumptious aromas wafting across my nose, lighting up that primal part of my brain. So, I'm thinking there must be another nick in this building, but I didn't know of any. Regardless, I go knocking on all the doors thinking there must be some sort of mistake, but no one answers. So after about an hour of trying, because I felt really bad for the person who might be going hungry, I thought, bugger it, I'm just going to take a little look at what's inside. And it was a beef burger from a cafe down the road, literally three minutes walk away. So I've got no idea why anyone would order Uber Eats. There was also sweet potato fries, a kombucha, and this was a big fat. Juicy burger with cheese, a massive beef patty, some insanely delicious smelling sauce, and just about everything you can think of all bundled up into a tempting frickin' parcel, right? Was this a test? (laughs) So again, I knock on all the doors, no answer. I even called our landlord and he had no idea who it could be. He didn't know any Nicks, right? And he knows everyone in the building. So here I am, Mr. Gluten free, dairy free, red meat free. And all of a sudden, I'm smashing the whole goddamn freaking hamburger. And it was so good. Of course, I hit it up first. But I ate this with no guilt. No guilt, recognizing this as some sort of unique challenge to either A, eat it and show I can feel fine on any foods and that it's more about the state of your mind that affects the way you feel. Or B, to not eat the goddamn hamburger. I'm still not sure which one it was, but anyway. So, what happens? About six hours later, I got food poisoning, (laughs) right? No, I promise you, it wasn't emotional. It was full-on food poisoning. Or was it my body acknowledging that this food didn't vibrate at the same level as what I normally consume, right? As my physical body. I have no freaking idea. I'm still clueless, but all I knew is that it was coming out much faster than it went in, and it was not pleasant. All right, that's embarrassing. But anyway, food is such an interesting challenge. I feel such a strong pull towards a more monastic life where I can just be in peace meditating or maybe just become a farmer and pick custard apples for a living. But I love the relative. I love my wife. I love my son. I love my music. I love you. So in order to operate as a highly functioning individual who executes project after project, I must embrace my humanity. And five weeks without animal protein, I'm feeling super light. But I'd lost weight, which I really didn't want to lose, to be totally honest with you. But my meditations were deep and they were light, they were beautiful, they were juicy. But my daily tasks of executing across multiple projects just did not seem to flow. I was convinced I was on the right track with this newfound animal flesh-free life but if I was, surely, it would only have enhanced my ability to live my purpose and get shit done, right? So from an Ayurvedic perspective, I was becoming way too Vata, way too airy. I was floating without direction, being blown around by the winds of relativity. Does that really serve me? Sure. If I was on my own, on a mountain, I could afford to float into the ether But here, right now, I have the work of my spirit to do, and that spirit needs to be grounded in this earthly realm to get shit done. Now, One of the pillars of wisdom is witnessing or becoming the witness. And I was witnessing this all play out as if watching a movie, right? Bit of a train wreck movie. I could see where this was headed, but the experiment was far too fascinating to stop. And I fear there may be no resolution for you, the listener, No uplifting and inspiring message. But I do know that many people struggle with similar feelings of being torn between their human beingness and their human doingness. So I guess if I question why I'm even talking about this today, I guess I wanted to express that it's okay to feel lost because you're never lost. You're always finding your way. The key words being your way. We all have such a unique journey, and perhaps one day, I will be able to operate with light, also known as plants, as my only source of fuel. But right now, that doesn't serve me. I need to give myself a break and acknowledge that this game of life has been perfectly set up to test me. That pesky, universal polarity keeps popping up its head. So while I feel the calling of ascension, I also feel the calling to be grounded and serve in a very human way. That requires grounding to be here, right now, nowhere else. And that may sometimes mean you just got to eat the goddamn freaking hamburger. That, my friends, is episode number 76. You can get all the show notes at IamNickBroadhurst.com forward slash 76. And you can also get a full transcript of the show if you prefer to read. And today I have some actions I would love for you to take. If you're not subscribed to the show, please hit the subscribe button on your podcast app so you don't miss any episodes in the future. And if you can head into iTunes and leave me a radically honest review and tell me what you love, what you don't love, what you want more of, I would love to hear from you because my dear friend, I'm at your service and I freaking love you. And one more thing, if you can share this on your social media, take a screen flow or a screenshot of this episode and make sure you tag me. At I am Nick Broadhurst, and I will personally respond. I would love to hear from you because you rock. Actually, one more thing. If you can head into Spotify, search for my name, and please hit the follow button and add any of my music, especially my latest single, Ever Wondered, to your favorite playlists. Now remember today to look up. See the beauty around you. See the beauty within you. Be gentle with yourself. Be love. Be okay with wherever you are at. Be okay with the struggle. Embrace the struggle. Because, my friend, you may be a spiritual being having a human experience, but my friend, you're also very human. And that is all good. Listen to your intuition today. And as always, have a beautiful day. I love you heaps. Ciao. Have you ever? The